Welcome to the Gin Ignite podcast. Whether you want to party or stay in, gin will ignite. This is the weekly show coming to you on a Friday, ready for the weekend, where we go through all things gin. If you want to find more out more information, catch me on Instagram at Gin Ignite or alternatively go to the website www.ginignite.com. Welcome to the show and let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to episode 33, top 10 tips to cope with lockdown 3.0. And for those of you not in the UK, essentially we are now in lockdown. So I wanted to try and provide 10 positive tips to help people through this difficult time. And I must say, um, if you're not in the UK, but you are in lockdown, these tips will be equally as applicable. Before I get into that, though, let's have some news. Stockport Gin have started up again, showing some great posts on that their production is in full flow. They've also announced a very exciting project, which they can't reveal at the moment, but they will be revealing very soon. As soon as I know more, I will let you know. They've also been out doing local deliveries. Now, what could be better than Paul turning up at your door with gin? Why don't I live in Stockport? That's what I'm asking myself. Tammy Jackson from App for Cocktail Sake had a great video on her stories on Tuesday showing her having a martini while listening to Boris talking about lockdown 3.0. And it really, really made me laugh. The uh, Gouging Company have decided after doing Veganuary and Dry January in previous years that this year they're going to do some walking. And they're going to be taking some photos of their six pack of gins at the various places that they stop on their travels. Now, I'm sure all of you know all about the six pack of gins because I've been banging on about it all through December saying what great value it was. Now, I have got some an, an, an announcement on that. It was £30 and now it is £22.95 for January. What an absolute bargain. I've just received the one that I ordered and I cannot wait to try them. I'm going to try them in cocktails this time. So that is going to be really, really interesting. The only one I haven't tried so far is Rosili Dragon Strength, which I am really excited to try and wanted to try for an awfully long time. And I, they were very, very kind to me and they gifted me a bottle of their Romantogen, which I've tried and I have to say it does not let the side down at all. It's absolutely amazing. It's a sort of a real delicate taste, but really, really, really deep as well. It's sort of very weird to, to sort of describe, but it's absolutely gorgeous. It really is. And again, you know, they still retain their title as the botanical wizards. Four Pillars Gin have put out a post which caught my eye with their bloody Shiraz Gin, where they've paired it with bitter lemon. It sounds really, really interesting. And something I forgot to mention, I can't believe it's, four weeks when I looked at the post but they've also created the bloody Shiraz gin caviar <laughs> I just it just makes me laugh all the time because they just seem to come out with more and more foodstuffs with gin in it which is great I think sip and share UK Kate has got to 100 members which is absolutely amazing and I'm so proud for her and I'm proud also to say that I'm one of those members Kate is tireless in the work she puts into the membership site, both from the distiller's perspective and members. And if you haven't already checked it out, you definitely should. If you go to Sip and Share UK on all the socials, you can find her there. Or alternatively, sipandshare.com. 
www.stockport.co.uk. My weekly gin recommendation this week is Stockport Gin, Twist of Lime Edition. Early in 2019, Stockport Gin were asked to participate in a big project in Stockport called The Big Leap. 19 frogs were painted by local artists and placed all over the town. And the idea was that you went there at the weekend, you'd follow a map and see all the frogs. And they were in different parts of the town, so you'd get to see different places that you hadn't seen before. And Stockport Gin were asked to create a gin specifically for this project. But after the project came to an end, they had pleas from the local bars to keep supplying the gin. And I'm pleased to say it became part of their standard range at the beginning of this year. The nose of the gin has a subtle lime aroma. The taste profile has a sharp citrus burst, kind of almost a bite really, followed by a sweet flavour and then goes dry with a lime aftertaste. The lime is very delicate and not too in your face. I added it to my normal testing Mediterranean tonic, as I always do, and it made a really refreshing G&T. I think it would work well with any premium standard light tonics or elderflower, but I'd avoid anything with really strong flavours. It's so smooth and such a great flavour that it's amazing in cocktails. The lime, as I said, has quite a, a, quite a bite to it, so I'm not convinced. I originally thought that it would work well in a dry martini, but I think you probably have to add quite a bit of vermouth in order to make it work. So I think it's much better in cocktails. I've tried it in a Tom Collins and it's absolutely amazing. I've tried it in quite a few other cocktails as well. But I can't believe, and I'm kicking myself, that I haven't tried it as a gin-based mojito. So that's be something that I'll be trying at the weekend, I think. I've also come up with, as I said, some some other cocktails and I'll be, I'm pleased that they will be showcased this Tuesday and coming Thursday. This is another amazingly versatile gin, which can be used in a G&T or a plethora of cocktails and has a very proud place on my gin shelf. And now on to lockdown three. Some kind of, not really coping mechanisms, but more suggestions. Now I have to say they're not always followed by me. And let me tell you a little story. So it's Tuesday. It's after Boris has announced that we're all in lockdown. And I decided that I was going to have a bit of protest. So I decided that it was National PJ Day and I was going to be in my PJs all day. I did get changed, I have to say, out of my PJs into my, like, my walking clothes to take my dog out. But then I came back and normally I would sort of start doing a bit of work. But I decided, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go to bed. And so I had my breakfast late. And pretty much I had no routine and I only did one thing that I absolutely promised to do and that's all I did all day. But what happened during the day? I got a gin delivery from the Gower Gin Company and it completely changed my frame of mind. And that's what I'm hoping to help you with with these top 10 tips. So the first one is kind of quite logical, really. Work out what your support network is. We all need a support network. And I've seen lots of messages very recently by lots of distilleries saying, you know, if you want to have a chat to us or rant to us, then please do so. And some of those distilleries, I've actually said, well, look, who who's kind of supporting you? You know, I want to be there to support you if, if I can. And I would put that out there to, to any distillery. If you're helping your community and helping the, the gin community, and you know the wider community then you know please lean on me if you need to if you need to have a bit of a, a, a rant 
also you know the the key people are obviously family family are going to really help you friends obviously are a great part of your your support network but also don't forget the online community is great as well i um think that it's really good if you can join an online group i you know i'm pleased that i've joined for example the sip and share group um i i find that that kind of really helps and it's just fun to have something to do which is a bit different but but make sure you have your support network there because that's really really important that you've got something to fall back on get into a routine now obviously you know i'm not saying this because i do this all the time because i absolutely didn't i tuesday was a disaster of a day but i try if i can to get up so i i tend now i wouldn't i'm not suggesting you get up at the same time but i normally get up at five in the morning basically because i want to take my dog and i want to try and miss everybody not because i don't want to talk to everybody because i absolutely normally i would be out there trying to talk to everybody i possibly could but in these sort of difficult times where you can only meet one person it makes it really difficult so i find it's easier for me to go out early have your sort of breakfast and follow your kind of regular meals and use those to sort of punctuate the day don't do what i did on tuesday and get out of your pjs also things like netflix try and sort of limit your your time on them and set boundaries between you and work i think that's really important so have specific times when you're kind of going to work because it's very easy um, having sort of worked at home for the last sort of 10 or 12 years it gets very easy when you first start to everything to sort of kind of just merge into each other so you sort of start work earlier and earlier and earlier and you finish work later and later and later and you eat you know sort of lunch at your desk and it all goes a bit horribly wrong definitely worth having your meals away from your desk i found that that really helped me to sort of punctuate kind of my day so i would strongly recommend that you do that but but getting into a routine really really helps food and alcohol now i've mentioned the a word i'm sorry about that but i'm, I'm going to mention it just very briefly um you need to decide what what works for you if you can and bear in mind what i was talking about last week and i've tried to be really good this week and i've got back into my intermittent fasting so try and just have your meals and leave snacks until weekends i know that's kind of easy to say but if you possibly can do that i think it is worth doing also consider what we i said last week about having one meal or one day off a week i think that really really helps think of a fridge as a nice person and don't make it into a nasty person. What do I mean by that? I had a, a very interesting story the, the other day where somebody said, fridges were always nice, but now they, they're not so nice. And, and the reason is because you used to go to a fridge and the fridge used to go, oh, hello, Ben, how are you? You, you all right? Yeah. And I'd go, oh, yes, I'm fine. Thank you. And then lockdown happened and you were visiting the fridge a lot more frequently. And the fridge didn't bother saying, hello, how are you? It just went, what now? Because <laughs> you'd visited a bit too many times. So well worth treating your fridge with respect and thinking about that and uh, trying to maybe minimise the amount of time you go to your fridge. Eat healthily. I'm going to try and release a recipe each Wednesday to help you out with that. And if you can, now this is my rule. It doesn't have to be your rule. You know, I did say I've mentioned the A word. I'm going to mention the A word. 
I try to have alcohol just at weekends and trying to stick to maybe one or two in the week if if you know I've got the kind of calories for it as kind of a sort of special treat what I'm going to try and do is obviously phase that out a bit so I'm only having alcohol at the weekends but if you can sort of stick to having alcohol at just certain times it is really 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 good get outside tip number four go for a walk try and allocate at least half an hour a day to exercise I think it really really helps it also gives you a break you know if if you're working particularly if you're doing sort of fasting you know I get very bad because I don't have lunch three times a week normally I get very bad at kind of working through being bad today for example at working through but I did go out and walk uh, Rufus for an hour so actually I did kind of do what I'm saying I suppose I did get outside and and have a break because it's really important to have a break now this is going to sound a bit hippie but i I'm not I'm not sorry about it because I think it's really important. Be thankful and positive. I'm trying, if I possibly can, to say thank you to at least one person a day for something. Now, don't say thank you just because you don't mean it. Say thank you for a specific reason. Number six, take each day one at a time. And I think that is a really good way of thinking about it. We've got to come to terms with the sort of new normal, as it's called. And I think you need to just kind of do that first of all. But once you do that, I think you've got to just take one day at a time. Don't think, oh, I'm going to be at this for the next six months or three months or four months or however long it's going to be. Try and reframe the situation. It's six months without the commute. How cool is that? Much better. Sounds much better. Try and create a list of tasks to do so that you've kind of got something to concentrate during the day. And something that I've mentioned sort of in a previous podcast, uh, not on this one, on a previous podcast that I did, is we quite often, and I know I'm guilty of this, put off those projects that we really don't want to do. And we say, oh, well, we'll do them on a rainy day, but why don't you dig them out? Generally, projects like that, usually affect other people in the household in a good way they possibly want you to do a project that you've been putting off and by doing it you're going to make them happy as well as knocking it off your list so you don't have to worry about it anymore really worth thinking about doing help others and help yourself tip number seven try and do your bit for people and if you can't it's not bad to stay home that's what we've been asked to do staying home as has been said, and I'm pretty sure this was something that I saw from Stockport Gin, staying home is the new going out. And if you're finding you're not coping, Samaritans is only a call away. You can call them on 116123 for free. Or you can talk to Mind if you want to talk about sort of mental health issues in specifically. And they can be reached on 0300 123 3393. Or you can text 86463. Tip number eight. Sleep. Stay nourished and be mindful. Now, I am guilty of this next one. Try not to binge watch stuff until one in the morning or two in the morning. Because it really doesn't help you if you're trying to keep a routine for the next part of the day. 
Because what you find is you end up sleeping through some of the day and that's not great. Try and eat healthily. I know it's easy to say and it's difficult when you're bored, but try and eat healthy. It's a kind of a new year, new month. Try and see if you can do that because it's something that I'm trying to do. And so far, but we're only a few days into it, I've, I've managed it. But I know, you know, I, I've got, you know, Saturday to look forward to when I'll be able to sort of let go a little bit. Plan when you have alcohol. I think, oh dear, I've mentioned the A word again. But I think it's worth thinking about just so you you can try and, again, think of it from sort of a health perspective. And think about how you can curb kind of anxiety. I think there are sort of two ways that I know that I do it, uh, which I think is a really useful techniques. One is sort of meditation, not for everybody, but something that I find is really, really good. But also you can get mindfulness, I think, from eating your food slower and concentrating on what you're eating and not just doing what I normally do and just eat it as fast as I can. And I'm just naturally a fast eater, but sometimes if you actually savour each mouthful, it's much better and it's much more mindful. And also, I think this is another useful one. Restrict the amount of news you're allowing yourself to view because I think it can get really, really depressing if you're viewing news all the time. Virtualize your life. Think about how you can do things virtually in Zoom, Instagram Live or FaceTime, for example. Why don't you think about going on a walk or same time as your friend? You can't actually physically be there because if you're in you know, different areas, you've got, to, you've got to stick to your local area at the moment. But have a phone call and talk to them as you're both on a walk, just like you kind of do. Obviously, you're not going to see each other. But obviously, something like FaceTime, potentially you will see each other, which is great. So I think that's a really useful kind of way to think about things. Why don't you have a meal with somebody virtually? Why don't you have a drink with somebody virtually? All these things, I think, are just kind of part of the new normal and just thinking slightly differently. And finally, tip number 10 is the future. Think about what you're going to do in the future. How will you enjoy what you have now even more? You know, there are things to look forward to, like not worrying about who's coming around the corner in case you bump into them. Hugging people, being able to sort of get close to people that's something that I'm looking forward to. But embrace that, embrace that, embrace that future. So I hope those top 10 tips have helped. And I wish you all the luck and keep safe during lockdown 3.0. My Instagram shout out this week is Sue at Mums Love Gin. I've been really enjoying her post this week. I particularly enjoyed the one she did at New Year with Heppel Spirits Ultrasonic Negroni, which sounds so grand and amazing. I think you, you kind of got to try it. And Manchester Gin, Raspberry Gin with Chambord Liqueur, which sounds absolutely amazing. And I loved her post sort of just before that about Macintosh London Dry and her, and I think... Ernie is an elf, but I'm not 100% sure. So, Sue, please correct me if uh, if I'm incorrect about that. But Sue's elf's called Ernie, and he was very smug wearing a Gin Pal badge. More about that in just a bit. I always love any post on the Edge Gin. As you know, I'm particularly fond of that particular distillery, and 
Sue looked at the Edge Gin Pear. If you get a chance, definitely check out my cocktail that I'll be releasing at the weekend, which I did with the Wizard of Audley Edge. We met up. He apparated to my house instead of me having to apparate, or him apparating me, rather, to the Wizard's Thatch. So well worth checking that out. Bit of a plug from me. And I see Ernie was also getting in on the act. It was a really nice serve with Fever Tree Elderflower Tonic. And now onto her Gin Pals badge, which I didn't realise. And it actually comes from Macintosh Gin. So I definitely need to buy some Macintosh Gin because I want to get a chance of having that badge too. It's just like a sort of prefix badge. It looks really, really nice. I really loved your post about your evening with Murphy's Gin. I was also lucky to be given some, some gin by Vanessa. And I found them really interesting gins. I was particularly surprised and inspired that they use an alambic still rather than a normal column still. And I think it counts for their sort of really impressive taste. I love that every few months you seem to try a different Negroni combination. I think that's really good. I think my best one so far is the Edge Gin L'Orange, Star, the Starlino Rosso Vermouth and Aperol. That seemed to really, really work with me. But I'm I haven't tried it yet, but I'm, I've bought some some jars so I can try it. Uh, I'm really desperate to try Campari with strawberries, like an infusion. So that's kind of definitely on my um, wants and my, my list that I've written for myself to, to do. I've also been enjoying your Holy Island gin posts as well. And I really desperately need to try one of those gins very, very soon. And I was also quite surprised, but I did have to dig back a bit bit further that you hadn't come into contact with Burrell's gin but I noticed that you actually had and that is a beautiful gin from Massingbird Monday and uh, I think you enjoyed it just as much as much as I did. Thank you very much for all your support for the podcast and the at Gin Ignite account. I will be adding you to my stories all week. I would love to hear from you if you want to get in touch at Gin Ignite on Instagram on Twitter or if you want to get in touch via email, gin.gossip at ginignite.com. The thing that I like about the gin community that I've met so far is that nobody judges anyone for what they believe, what they look like, or who they choose to be. The world would be a better place if everyone took that view. Grab your drink, toast those you love, enjoy your weekend, and whether you decide to stay in because you can't party, I will be with you in spirit. Seriously though, enjoy your weekend and I look forward to joining you for another episode next Friday. Cheers. Cheers.